Okay, so I am really excited for our chat today. I am here with Kia from Tizia Ember on Instagram. I, I probably butchered your name right now, Kia, sorry. <laughs> but I have been following Kia for a couple of years and I really enjoy um, just witnessing her path and everything that she shares on Instagram. I've joined her Mighty Network as well. And I think she is a wonderful uh, person on Instagram for you to get to know. And hopefully you learn a little bit more about her today. Um, thank you, Kia, for agreeing to be on my podcast. Thank you for having me. Awesome. <laughs> um, so um, this is just going to be like a little witchy chat. Um, I'm curious to know more about your path. I know a little bit from following you and getting one of the Temple of Stones readings, which I did a video about and it really um, blew my mind just how deep you can go with each of the temples. They can really take you there. Like there's no end to how deep like the temples can, that, that you can go on the temples because mm -hmm. you're technically, you're always going through the temples, but yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So we will talk about the Temples of Stone today. Um, first, to check in on where you are at um, with your path, um, I wanted to just check in with you about things that you're looking into or studying right now. Okay, so hello everyone that uh, listens, I guess, to the podcast. My name is Kia Tysember, and right now I'm actually really um diving deep into some astrological points in <clears throat> what is now going to be known as like the weaver or fate weaver astrology in addition to the circle and it's it's uh it's very intense and it is crazy how spot on everything is and like i don't want to share too much because i'm still working out um all of the kinks but just know that it involves a lot of asteroids uh, and it's like in a way like by doing this type of chart or receiving this type of chart which I probably will be like posting about as I um, get more definitive on like all the information but you can use this chart in order to figure out your primary uh, your primary threshold pathway your secondary threshold pathway and your rising threshold pathway. And threshold pathways are technically like the seventh, eighth and ninth pathways of the entire pathway system. Because the first six are like the elements, basically earth, air, fire, water, heart and mind, AKA light and dark. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course you get to the threshold, which leads to the maverick, the ruler, and the shaman. And it's just so fascinating and interesting how everything connects that I've, like I've been receiving downloads for like the past two, three weeks now, month. <laughs> so it's it's been, it's very interesting. And that's why I've been like kind of quiet-ish on social media, but at the same time, just dropping random messages and hints and stuff. Yeah. But that's what I'm working on right now. And I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel so excited, too. Uh, I, I'm i so glad to know that 
through astrology, you're going to find which path maybe you're on at the moment. Mm -hmm. Reading your post about the different pathways, and I usually pick the one that feels like it resonates more with me. Mm -hmm. I've also been learning about astrology in the last few months, and I'm not... um, I'm not going to be an astrologer ever, but it's just so much to know. But it has really helped me just even understand like my own experience. So I'm really excited to see how you combine it with the pathways. And maybe um, some of the people that listen to my podcast are not so familiar with your pathway system. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that, like how you um, created it? That's one of the things that I love about it, that it's a system that you are creating. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. So... Like I ended up creating the pathways by actually um, going through my own temples of stone first, which was interesting. And that was maybe about 2015, 2016, when I started first using the Isis Oracle deck. And I was like, huh, temples of stone, obsidian temple, um, amethyst temple, lapis temple, like these are actual temples. So I began working with the stones um, either a month at a time, a week at a time, or if I'm really like, and like just already knowing what I'm going to go through in the temple, then it's probably like three days at a time that I'll go through a temple. But from there, I realized that there are different pathways that you can access and lead to at any time because while you're going through the temples, you're technically going through different levels or pieces or gateways of your own soul and from there once you learn to I guess become more in tune with your soul the pathways of life in a sense open up to you and it's like oh okay there are so many ways that you can experience like there are so many ways that you can traverse through it and there's so many ways that you can actually combine um, pathways together which I'm going to call shifts I guess for now and then of course there's dualities, but we're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> so okay. like the first pathway um, is the spark pathway. And that is like the very, very beginning. The first thought form of creation is like the seed that is um, about to be planted or the seed that is planted. Like that is the first, the spark, the beginning. And the element that it corresponds to is actually fire. In a way, it's also like, it's like, it also corresponds to the mind, but in the sense of how it is, it's like that spark of life, that flicker of flame into an existence, right? So it's kind of like the uh, the beginning, right? Yeah, the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you go to the seeker who is the one who finds the flame and it's like, oh, this wonder, how do I go about sharing this with other people? Like, how do I connect with this? And that is the seeker trying to, is receiving the messages or receiving the spark and preparing to go off to share this. Um, And on their way, that's when you get to the muse pathway, which is the inspiration or these allies um, outside of yourself that are like, hey, you, you know, you found this, right? But there's so much more and it's like it's like receiving a whole bunch of downloads like your spirit team your allies your guides even your friends those are like the muses or the muse pathway and then from there the seeker and the muse are like they decided to team up well 
putting it as like a story. It's like the secret of these team up and they become the traveler. They're uniting, they're bridging the gap between um, not only the inspiration around them, but also what they uh, received as the, what they received from the spark. So the seed is still growing through this and it grows through this connection, this unit, this unifying that is happening with the traveler as they bridge the gap. However, of course, there are pitfalls and downfalls and sometimes there's challenges and obstacles, which is when we come to the guardian who will say, hey, you sure you still good? And it's like the guardian challenges you and they're um, this like, check yourself before you go any further because if you do, you're fucking yourself up. You'll, I don't know if I'm a curse, but um, you're messing mm-hmm. yourself up. <laughs> it's, <okay. laughs> it's like, it's like mm-hmm. they're the blockage that's making sure that you are still on your right path for yourself or that you're doing this for the original reasons or at least they've evolved from your first thought form. So what have you um, learned from starting your journey up to that point? And is that still in alignment? So if it's not in alignment, the guardian's like, hey, you, you need to look at this right here. You need to focus on this. And then you can, you can keep going. Otherwise you're gonna keep on getting derailed. But once you do overcome that or you, you clear out the clutter in a sense, Oh, I forgot to go to elements, darn it. Okay, so spark is fire. The seeker mm-hmm. is the earth or Pangea. Um, okay, so spark, fire, inferno. Seeker, Pangea, earth, muse, water, basically like the ocean. Like it's just so so huge and vast and just a whole bunch of flow. Um, the traveler is air or sky. The guardian is darkness the mind because a lot of the times people will get hung up in their mind or they're also um, putting their own uh, limitations or they're too busy focusing on like what someone else's opinion is rather than taking their own stuff into account and that's also when the guardians like hey are you sure that you're in the right mind space for this what are you doing <laughs> and then yeah. obviously from there, then we go into the ancient pathway, which is the sixth elemental pathway, which corresponds to the heart or the hallow, because the ancient pathway is very primordial. It's very ancient. <laughs> and it's, it just feels just full of wisdom. It's like very raw and just really real and it's honest. And sometimes, uh, that honesty, that brutal, truthful honesty, sometimes it hurts, but at the same time, not all truth is light and not all, um, true. yeah, not all truth, yeah, not, not everything that is light is true and not everything that is dark is false, there you mm-hmm. go, yeah. and that's, those are things that you often will realize and come across within the ancient pathway. For example, um, one of the cards that I have in my deck I'm working on, Diamond Eyes, she's considered the ancient of the hallow or the ancient of the heart because as her name portrays, her eyes have grown diamonds because they are the hardest, uh, the hardest crystal, the hardest gemstone as far Mm -hmm. as we all know right now. And it's like, it's, it's like crystal quartz 
well clear of course but like tenfold by how much you can see how how honest it is but also how strong it is like how standing in your own power truthfully authentically and honestly mm-hmm. without being blinded by illusions does that make sense it does and it's um well the art the card that you're mentioning you've shared it on your instagram account mm-hmm. um i'm just having all these thoughts i'm thinking about how um as i was going through the temples of stone mm-hmm. the um because it's a temple so i i felt that there was like a guardian and i they didn't even connect like the pathways with the temples of stones like you mentioned right now <laughs> really all of those um pathways you could work through each temple by going through each of the um guardians like the seeker the spark mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you sure can like it it has and that's why sometimes uh people take a lot longer or it's better to go through the temples for like at least a month because mm-hmm. sometimes you need to do a lot more and it's more than just the one thing because once you say that you're going through a temple to learn how to overcome some fears right mm-hmm. yeah you can go through that and address that one particular thing but then from there all the pathways could open from there and it's like okay now that you did this, you can restart at the spark or you can restart at the traveler and it can link and connect mm-hmm. through that way. Mm-hmm. And from there, it of course, the next temple will flow into the next one as you keep going and it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I mentioned that I, since last time we talked, I'm still in the temple of Rose Quartz. <laughs> <laughs> here for me for a long time and um, I understand why I've been here for a long time because it's the temple of devotion and I feel like I have a lot of lessons to learn around devotion Mm -hmm. getting the idea of um, inviting some of your pathway um, archetypes into my temple and just like um, talking to them through like card readings and journaling Mm -hmm. and what messages they have for me maybe that's um, something that will help me move on to the next temple i fully believe that actually mm-hmm. um you said you're in rose quartz devotion so you could wait so have you started doing that now or is that just something that you were considering doing i well before i didn't even see how they fit together but now that i see it i feel like that's the next step for me mm-hmm so I haven't started doing it, uh, but I, I will start now that I get back to the temple. Um, I did want to mention that I love this image of the temple and something that I've been wanting to do for my temple of rose quartz is I want, I see this temple as like a little, like um, a little church on the side of the road that you might find somewhere in Arizona. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're called. They're called capillitas in Spanish. Mm-hmm. like a tiny um, church that maybe people can stop by and leave offerings that's how I see that temple and so I've been wanting to make um, some art to represent that for myself oh yeah definitely yeah I just really love how your systems they really fit well with like my creative side um, when I started working with the temples I felt inspired to draw a card that represents um, that that temple and how I went through it so 
I just really uh, resonate with the things that you share. Just wanted to share. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm so excited. Like if you, if you feel at all called to create anything from it, I highly recommend definitely like allowing it to flow out because right now we're still like in the the muse season, which ha, we'll we'll talk mm-hmm. about those too. <laughs> yeah, we can go we can go into that part. And I um just going back to the muse, I have been using the muse tarot um probably for two months and I'm like I wanna move on to another deck, but it doesn't let me go. <laughs> Well, you, you'll probably move on to another deck in, uh, once we hit February because, uh, let's see, that is when we switch to the Seeker season. So another thing that I've been working on is actually kind of like a wheel of year, but a weaver's wheel of year. And of course, there are actually nine major holy days and also six seasons. My other six seasons is because of the six main elemental pathways, earth, air, fire, water, heart, mind. And there's 12 months. So every season consists of two months. So right now we are in the muse season, which Mm. is December and January. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And are you gonna be sharing those dates or um, that work that you just mentioned? Or is that part of the no astrology pathways? Well, I will be sharing this uh, this one sooner than the astrology one. Like I'm actually working on that right now. I'm just trying to find like really nice templates that I can finagle with and make it all nice and pretty. <laughs> okay, awesome. I'm so excited to see that. Um, and I want to see like, uh, just plan some of my activities around those pathways. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense why I have been just very um, in tune with the muse then like and then oh that was another thing um what i noticed for the muse pathway is of course it's very very watery the element is water but also the um the sign that really claims the freaking muse pathway is cancer mm-hmm. like when i was doing um i think when i was holding space for the the full moon in cancer i think it was in last month oh my gosh like my freaking muse um drawing or whatever of talus for Mm -hmm. the muse pathway when i was for the cards that she came she was just like she's like yes this is my season i am floating on this wave even (laughs) though we're not in water right now i am on this massive wave with these crustaceans this is the moon this my time receive all of this receive it and i was like okay all right thank you (laughs) (laughs) did you say you're starting to draw a deck oh yes i've i've been working on it actually um it's just a slow progress because it's like um it's like I created actually a mock toracle but I realized why I couldn't finish it because the learning wasn't complete yet because at first this was before the threshold pathways revealed themselves so I only had the first the main six pathways but then afterwards when I made the connection 
And by that time, my mock torque already arrived, just the words part. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense as to why I can't release this yet or why I'm still very slowly with this because there's more. Mm -hmm. So, and then once I realized this, I also realized that the mock deck that I just ordered, well, that just arrived is now null and void because there's more cards. So this isn't even all the cards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so originally it was going to be 77 cards. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's probably going to be 80. Oh, that's so exciting. Like how the creative process goes, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, just, just keep going. Just flow it in and translate it so others can understand it and do it too, mm -hmm. learn from it. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> something that I'm really interested in is how um, creativity can um, be like a support or even be our creative path. Can you talk a little bit more about what role creativity plays in your path? I feel creativity, <laughs> that's so funny actually that you asked about creativity because of the other thing that I'm working on, which in a way also includes creativity about the, or at least how you can, how you can create from all different routes, aspects, sources, and weave it into your life. Mm -hmm. or how it just comes to you or you can find it. I'm pretty sure I said find it already. Um, for me, creativity, I, I equate creativity with inspiration. And that can go from anything from like the simplest, like, ah, it's a nice day. I had a nice dream. We write it down and um, receiving like a little text from my partner in the morning or just remembering like, oh, today's the day I'm supposed to go do something. I'm really excited. Or even just looking outside and seeing a color of the sky or like the way that the clouds are in that in-between space from sunrise to sunset or like it, it, it's everywhere. Like inspiration and creativity for me comes from everywhere everything, every possible way, because there's so many ways that they can inspire you. And then from that inspiration, you can create. Yeah, and it's a lot of paying attention, right? Mm -hmm. Like even the, the birds, like, well, I love, one of the animals that I really connect with are obviously cor um, corvids. Mm -hmm. And here we have a bunch of ravens and blackbirds. And like right now or earlier today, there was like a whole mass of flock of them just floating into the ground. I'm like, oh, okay, we back now. They're like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, a hawk flying by, they're like, mm, should we stay or should we go? I don't mm -hmm. know. There's a lot of room. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just so interesting. Mm -hmm. And then you create a lot of different things. You have a few, um, decks of cards i have one of them the oakum um the first edition of your oakum deck ah yes yeah that's... and you also create um ritual kits right mm -hmm. yep the rituals and rituals 
um the um well technically it's pronounced um but when okay. i first learned the word i was like oh this is the ogum deck but so, um yes yeah, it's, it's technically pronounced um okay but you can say ogum i'm pretty sure they're like it's okay they're fine <laughs> <laughs> Um, and um, there's also the runes that I created as well, that I have modified, I guess, because there's your standard runes, but then I added, oh, I felt, I felt led to add five more of my own, just like how in the Uum, I was led to create three more. Um, and of course, the three more in the Uum deck is Mistletoe, which is Viscum. Fragmus, which is reed, and um, larch, which is uh, larynx, which I, Ooh. yeah, so I really Ooh. like those. I'm like, oh, my tree babies, because that's also what I call them is my tree babies, because they're also the trees. So it's also the language, mm -hmm. of, the language of the trees. Um, yeah. Um, well, I, I enjoy using them, and I like the descriptions that you wrote on them because I am not familiar with the Uam system, mm -hmm. but I've always had like an interest in Celtic spirituality and mysticism, mm -hmm. even since before starting my witchy journey. I've always been. Um, Would you like a book actually? Um, there's this book that I have that's called Celtic Women's Spirituality that helped me a lot um, when I was in the military as well as um, transitioning out of the military. Mm -hmm. so, and like I think that's what helped me like really dive deeper into some of these holy days or whatever and how I celebrate them and, and even some of the the lesser holidays too that mm -hmm. will be included in the chart so if you want I can totally send you that book oh um, I wrote down the name if you were trying to pass it along let me know and we can arrange that <laughs> um yeah yeah, thank you. Something um, else that I that you introduced me to are spirit chords. Ah, yes, spirit chords. Mm. Yeah, I'm just thinking of all the different ways that I've seen creativity kind of expressed <laughs> to you, uh, which I love. I love. Um, I I think that creativity is like an essential part of uh, my spiritual path, and I've seen. I am. I resonate with people who also have a similar. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah oh yeah definitely like spirit chords that um hmm that one just at first it just came naturally but then as i was connecting more with well researching more about my past lives and figuring out who was what i realized recently that that one actually came from a different lifetime and i was like oh this this is more than this right now and that that lifetime me she was like yes yes it does let me tell you and that's why i made that post over in the fate weaver circle about how actually like once your original intent is done with the spirit cords um you burn it so you can release mm -hmm. it otherwise it's just harboring there mm -hmm. and i'm like oh okay um, that the lifetime that I came from for me was my Atlantean lifetime and mm -hmm. there's so much about that lifetime that transfers over to this one which leads to 
a lot of this creation actually. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what that me was doing there, mm-hmm. it's like she, I know I'm supposed to like get it out now. And I feel like now is how it's going to really start like, okay, open your mouth, speak more, showcase these because they need to know it's Mm -hmm. okay I can do this (laughs) I have oh go ahead go ahead no no you're fine you're fine oh I was just gonna say that I have two of your spirit cords and I will have to revisit them because I when I got them I felt like um, they needed to join two um two smoky cords ones Mm -hmm. so they've been chilling with them for a while (laughs) yeah you're fine it's like um so the way that she was describing how, I guess, when it is time to burn and release them, is that like, if it's a wearable one that you've worn like at least for a year, then mm-hmm. that's when like after a year has passed from when you start wearing it, then mm-hmm. you release it. Mm-hmm. If it's like an altar one, that's up to your altar. But whenever you change that altar, unless that cord calls for you to put it onto another one then of course you also burn and release that one mm-hmm. however it's like it's it's interesting in the ways that in the many different ways that they could be used because they can be used of course as accent pieces altar pieces ways to connect with your guides your deities even with yourself mm-hmm. um it, it's just it's just so interesting that's like my word for the day it's so interesting i love describing (laughs) things as interesting because it's a very neutral word and making a judgment is just interesting right yeah it is (laughs) 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 when you were sharing about um how the spirit courts came to you you reminded me of a past life reading that i got with you I was just remembering some of the things you you said to me about um, how in the in the past lives I was very um, good at like serving other people, and mm-hmm. I recently I was reading Jan Spiller's book um, Astrology for the Soul, and it's all about the North Node, and I'm an Aries North Node, and it was same similar things about how people who have displacement in past lives they were very selfless always um, serving other people um, they have to learn to discover their own identity and be more self selfish and more assertive mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i was i was just remembering that. i think that's cool especially yeah. how it reminded you of that so that in itself may also help you as far as you um working within the pathways inside the Rose Quartz Temple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's this? Uh, they're all connected. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It just feels like your mind is like, oh, all the things. Like that, that's yeah. how it's been like the past the past week now. It's just like all the things. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they all fit together in the most um, interesting ways. <laughs> yeah, they really do. They so do. Yeah. Um, can you um, share for people who don't follow you on Instagram, maybe are not familiar with your work, where people can find you? Oh, okay. Um, 
you can find me on Instagram as Moon Touched Magic with a CK. Um, I do have a personal account, but on it's like I am very. I don't know. It's like I'm not really accepting a lot of people on there. It's like okay, you can mm-hmm. like I don't know. It it depends on how your energy feels. So it's like mm-hmm. you're better off just following the Moon Touch Magic page um, on Instagram. On Etsy, it is also Moon Touch Magic. On Facebook, it is Fate Weaver Circle. Okay. Yeah, that's a new thing too. Cool. On the jump, I think I'm still Tysember. On Elo, I'm Tysember. On Twitter, am I? Pretty sure I'm Tysember on Twitter. Or it might be Tysember Hecate. I'm not exactly sure. It's they're all usually synonymous though. It's either Tysember, Moon Touch Magic with a CK. Or it's Fate Weaver Circle. Oh, and the Mighty Network, Fate Weaver Circle. Yeah, I am on your Mighty Network, and I, I, I really, um, I think that's a great place to know more about your work because you share about the Temples of Stones and the Pathways, mm-hmm. which will be happening more. Yeah, you share, you share that you are going to be putting them up more in the main feed. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you want to share about the work that you're doing um i do want to share about the enter the temple space that um that one is actually a very deep intensive where we're working it's like um it's like a one-on-one type deal and I'll probably be opening spaces for that uh, maybe in the springtime, like March, April-ish, but it is going through all of the temples, all levels, um, and also learning about the, the pathways and the threshold pathways. And also that's where the other things that I'm working on will appear more there so yeah and and there will be a price for it but because it's a lot of things it might be like it might be a little up there but we're we're still working on it okay (laughs) awesome that sounds exciting um especially because i do think that the different systems that you have i don't know if calling them systems is the right word but um, they are, um, they could use like guidance, you know, people going through them could mm-hmm. benefit from having you to guide them through um, the temples of stones and the pathway. So it makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I can't tell how long we've been on, but um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for um, agreeing to have uh, this witchy chat. Maybe we could do it again another time. There's a lot of other things that we could talk about, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. There will yeah. be many more times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you do have a podcast, I just remember. Oh, yes, yes, I do. It's Moon Touch Magic. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yep, yep. All right, Kia. Well, thank you so much. And um, I know we will see each other on Instagram and on Mighty Networks. Yep. I just wanted to just say that I'm really appreciative of you sharing 
with me today about all the wonderful um, different services and work that you offer. I'm really excited and happy too because it felt it felt was that it was time. It's like, hey, say yes, say yes to it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm really glad you did say yes. <laughs> There's not a lot of people I'm saying yes to right now, so yeah. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> I am honored. Thank you so much, Diana.